That's what's up. All right, peace, family. It's your brother Ben X, man, and uh, I'm here with a group of brothers, man, who are powerful, and uh, we're having a podcast, and it's going to be called The Wealthy Podcast. It's a brand that we're going to be building, and I'm going to let my brother Seven and the others explain the brand and uh, what it's all about and where it stemmed from. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, first off, my name is Seven Imperial. Um, I'm one of the official ambassadors of The Wealthy Brand, The Wealthy Club, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, We are a physical embodiment of what we believe that wealth is truly Um, from physical, mental, spiritual, and social and emotional wealth and health. um, We believe that operating through all aspects of self along with interacting with each other at a very high level will breed exactly what we want from ourselves and each other on all levels. So we really want to just push forward that entire paradigm of being able to deliver exactly what you expect from yourself of the highest level and expecting that from each other. So that's one of our main reasons why we're all coming together and representing this as individuals. Other introductions? Cool. I mean, Seven pretty much laid it all out. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, how deep we can go into it, but my I'm name is you, man. Yeah. my name is Corey Flex Artista II. Um, I'm entrepreneur, creative director, consultant. I'm just here, you know, I'm official ambassador of the Wealthy Brand. And uh, I'm excited to start this podcast with these with these brothers to the left and to the right of me. So, my man, who are you, man? What's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Ignacio Zambrano II. I'm a social media marketing genius, as well as a um, uh, pretty much just a, a general understanding individual of uh, health, understanding of wealth, what it takes to create that. And I'm excited to be a part of this podcast as well to uh, really uh, bestow more information upon uh, you guys so that you can uh, understand exactly what the brand represents, how you may possibly can become part of it, and just to give you some tangible knowledge, tangible information that you can take uh, and move forward from. So I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to be a part of the podcast as well as uh, be an official ambassador of uh, the wealthy brand. Yeah, shit, they gave us the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? We just running with it. Hey, what, what is the, uh, what was the root of the wealthy? And, and, and for those who are listening on the podcast, it's spelled W-H-E-A-L-T-H-Y. So you're adding in the wealth and the health. So how did that whole thing come about? Man, um, we were invited into this company from the founders of it. Um, it was founded in Dallas, and we were just lucky to be able to come along and be a part of the foundational process of it. Um, the only real input that we had was just what it would kind of represent as we expanded on it. But, I mean, hey, the company was already in existence, man. They, they did their thing with that. Absolutely. So uh, I want to get everybody's uh, feedback on uh, starting with wealth because it's called wealthy. And we have a lot of our people right now in this financial wave uh, doing for self, becoming entrepreneurs, especially with Instagram, making everybody look like they really entrepreneurs. Indeed. So I want everybody to, t- to kind of give their feedback on what is wealth to you. OK, let's go around the table. Um, I think what wealth is to me is is really it's bigger than just financially. Um, I feel like it's. It's having understanding of, of life. I feel like wealth is having an understanding of building a legacy for your family. Um, and then I feel like wealth is health, right? As far as, you know, things that you put inside your body, uh, making sure that you're conscious of your body and um, food-wise, you know, working out-wise. Um, wealth to me is, is it's beyond just your life, you know what I'm saying? And it's generational, um, it's, a, it's a legacy. I feel like what, what wealth comes into, so short understanding of it. So, um, wealth, for me, I would definitely agree on the, the generational aspect of it. I think that um, we spoke with um, some people previously as far as interviewing, and they spoke on riches versus wealth and how you can be physically, mentally, and spiritually rich, you know, but it's that investing in the longevity of it that really transfers the terminology over to wealth. I think that wealth is, it's very individual because I don't think it's a universal concept, but I think that wealth is way more longevity based. I think that once you achieve wealth, that means that it transcends your individual existence. You're able to either pass it along or pass it down, you know? So I think that's what wealth is to me, just in regards to everything, whether it's your mental health, your physical well-being, um, your nutritional pattern, um, your spiritual practices, how you interact with other people. Like, you can always tell when somebody has a wealthy mindset just from 
the initial conversation just from the energy you get from looking them in their face. You can tell, like you, it's a true feeling. Like it's, it's not anything tangible. I don't think wealth has anything to do with what you can hold. I think that if you're not passing down real skills and passages of knowledge and know-how to people in your everyday interactions along with your family and like the generations that come after you, then you, you might, in my, my opinion, have a really skewed perspective on what wealth is. You can pass riches down. You can give your kids a billion dollars, you know what I'm saying? But if they go spend it then and you didn't teach them anything, then were they rich or were they wealthy? You know what I'm saying? So for me, I think wealth is way more intangible and longevity-based. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with, agree with both of you guys. And, and just to take it a step further, uh, I'm going to use the word abundance. Uh, it really um, kind of speaks to uh, having abundant everything. And when we think when we talk about wealth uh, throughout this journey uh, and since I've been uh, a part of the brand, I continuously learn more about what it means to me. Uh, and legacy is a big part of, of the wealth aspect, being able to create that. When we look at all aspects of wealthy, even including the, the health aspect, we're going into the abundance and having more of, uh, because you know you can be healthy, you can be healthy um, spiritually, um, or you can be healthy uh, physically, or you can be healthy socially, you can be healthy emotionally, you can be healthy, you know, just in your own mind, right? But when we look at health and we talk about abundance, then that goes from just being healthy to wealthy and taking even your health to a wealth aspect where you have an abundance of health, right? So, like I said, as, as I, I've been a part, since I've been a part of this uh, movement, been an ambassador, and as I continue to grow in myself, I think that's a big aspect of it as well. Uh, never ceasing to grow, never ceasing to understand it. Uh, you never know it all. You can never know enough. Uh, and as long as you continue to learn, you continue in that abundance, you continue to provide more wealth for yourself and other people. Uh, the people that do need to feed off of you to kind of get themselves started in their own journey of wealth and health can kind of do that because there's an abundance of it. So uh, I think that's kind of where I am in my, my position right now uh, in my journey of just learning more and more about what it is it means to me. Um, for me, man, wealth is a variety of things. Uh, as I agree with what everybody said, uh, I think wealth, uh, when I think of wealth, I think about the phrase when people say a wealth of things. So mm. I, I, I believe that it's a variety of your knowledge, your wisdom, uh, and being able to have that abundance and being able to pass down something. I think that's the main uh, part about wealth because when you hear about somebody who's rich, you think about all the nice cars they have, the, the houses that they have, and all the money that they have. But when I think about somebody who's wealthy, I think about somebody who's built something for future generations, something that they can pass down. So even if you give them a million dollars, like you said, the million dollars is really uh, debt. The, 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 the dollars is just fiat money. But when you build a business and you're passing down real estate, that's something that's actually real. So whether they don't understand how to manage money or not, you have built something to where they have a vehicle to where they can go back and get it again. So I think wealth is being able to pass something down that includes the knowledge, that includes the assets, but it also includes the knowledge in how to actually run it. Because like you said, anybody can pass down money, but is my son prepared mentally to take on this business and pass it down to his children so I can go down to my grandchildren? And when I think about, you know, Steve Jobs, or I think about, uh, you know, Massa Musa, when I think about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, I think about somebody who built an actual program when somebody can come in, have their individual um, skill, have their individual talent, and you have built the actual program to keep them running as an individual. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it, man. Having the full package, man, the wealth of things and being able to pass something down. And it takes a special human being, I believe, to be wealthy because you can't just think about yourself. You gotta think mm. about somebody other than yourself. You gotta think about your family. You gotta, you gotta think about those who may not like what you're building. How are you gonna continue to pass this on? So it takes, a mental, uh, it takes mental strength and real strategy and you have to think about somebody other than yourself. And I believe that's why I believe men are usually who we know who are wealthy because as a father, you think about taking somebody farther than you. So when you think about the father, it's not just somebody who can impute uh, sperm into a woman or, you know, make a child, a dog can do that. But you think about somebody who's able to give your son uh, wisdom so he can go further than what you did as a man. And uh, yeah, that's what that's all what wealth is man, about to me. when you say that, it reminds me of a quote that a mentor of mine told me. He said, the man that plants a tree knowing that he'll never sit under its shade mm. has at least started to understand life. Mm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, for That's real, powerful. I was like, dang. 
when when it when it comes to just everything that you know, wealthy involves uh, speaking uh, towards the brand. Um, that was one of the reasons why I was excited to become a part of it because it was a platform that was looking to be created and also gave us the opportunity to take that further, right? Further than ourselves about other people, more so of what can be given to others more than what can re- be received throughout the process. So with that uh, and the brand just standing on, on those 10 toes in and of itself, uh, giving us the opportunity to pour what it is we have and whether that be skill sets, whether that be time, whether that be emotion, advice, uh, business opportunity or, or whatever the case may be, just raw knowledge to other people. Uh, that was a big part for me because, again, being legacy, being abundance, wanting to leave something for my kids, their kids, uh, and even those that I may never meet that may just come across hearing this podcast or watching it on whatever medium that they're consuming it on, being able to just take a piece of it so that they can go out and do something more for themselves, more for them, fam- more for them family. Uh, because I truly believe that uh, passion leads you to your purpose, and your purpose is not just for you. It's for other people to go ahead and connect to their passion, which will then direct them to their purpose. And as long as we're doing that, we have a forward progress of you know people doing more, wanting more, being more. Um, I forget uh, which book it was that I was reading, but uh, they, it, it basically says it's okay to want more, right? The, the tree wants to be taller, the grass wants to be greener. You know, it's okay to want more. When you get hungry, you want to eat, right? When you want to know more, you go out and seek it. So uh, just helping people to break through that barrier of feeling that they are not worthy, to be wealthy, to be healthy, to live the life they want, to be able to pass down the legacy that they want, to embody the the, the type of person that, that they want to embody, uh, and to make the type of money that it's okay to want all of these things and to, again, be wealthy and have a plethora of things and, and an abundance of it. So uh, with just a brand and, and what, it, what it stands on, what it, what it solidifies and what it means to me, I think that it's going to be something that uh, people really gravitate towards, even even because I think it kind of people's general mindset uh, now in, in, in today's times anywhere. Uh, and it's kind of give them kind of a, a guide, or if you will, or a blueprint to kind of maneuver through things uh, and be able to come out on the other side successful. And for those listening, make no mistake about it. We want you to also live and have life more abundantly as well. It's not just about dying and somebody, you know, reaping the benefits of your of your uh of, of your work because I believe that's what the whole your health is your wealth is about. Yeah. Because if you are building something and you end up dying because you understand me, you say there's something running your family, but it was just you ain't running in your family because you got this heart disease or you, you know, you in bad shape, then it's gonna be pretty much unfortunate. And you may be able to you may uh, uh, stop the process of building something that is really going to be able to pass down because you didn't have the wealth to continue on and reach your full potential. So we also want our people to understand that, yeah, wealthy, we want you to be wealthy, but we, we want you to be so wealthy that you're able to pass something down. It's kind of like when they say, you know, uh, my cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to put my cup, I'm going to make sure I'm full, but I'm so full that it's running over to you because we don't want y'all to be running around here thinking that you broke because there's a lot of people that feel like, you know, I got to be broke and I got to have this job. And, you know, back in the day, mama worked like this and mama had to fill out all these applications or daddy had to fill out the applications. So I got to go through the same hell for somebody else to succeed. And that's not what we want to promote as well. We want you to be wealthy. We want you to be healthy. But we also, for the main thing, want you to be able to pass something down um, to your children. Man, bro, what is going on out there? Oh, man, this just got crazy out of nowhere. Bro, the pool is like, look, yeah, yeah you better get up out of there. <laughs> we gonna cut that out but my goodness they is so many people ask me brother ben x man how do i know that you're going live how do i know when you're producing a podcast and i saw you also just made a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in two days well there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message all you have to do is text 50k to 210 4094 and we'll give you more information with free game and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50k to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. It just felt so good. I can't even do my video no more. So for those listening, there is like a tornado coming outside. No, like we just inside and uh, doing the podcast. <laughs> no, but for real, um, 
If it, but just you said, um, you know, being able to, you know, live and, and um, be able to pass them down, want people to live in, in, in wealth and in that abundance. Uh, and now that you also mentioned Steve Jobs early, and one of the other ambassadors, uh, Billy Ferrer, he talks about all the time as far as, you know, Steve Jobs, one of the biggest brands still today in the world, you know, even after he's gone, right, made a lot of money, one of the, the, the richest man that, to uh, be in during our time, right? Um, but he had all the money in the world, but he didn't have his health, right? He mm-hmm. died of cancer, right, but didn't have, he had all the money in the world, but his health was so bad that they didn't balance out because there wasn't time. He put a lot of time into generating the money, the, the, the financial wealth aspect, everything, not so much into the health aspect. So when you look at that, you understand that it has to be a balance of the two in order for things to truly work and for you to go as far, far as possible. And that's why I believe family knowledge is so important to having the wealth because he had all the money and the resources to actually be treated for the cancer. He could have did it naturally and overcame that situation like many have. He had as as much resources as he needed, but because he didn't have the knowledge, because a lot of our people think it's just chemotherapy, but if you understand that once your body is a city, that's when diseases are actually there, and if you can make your body alkaline, you can actually remove these things naturally, but because he didn't know that, had all the money, had all the riches, but you still end up dying because, you know, you didn't have the knowledge along with your wealth no, or your real, riches. That's, that's actually a great segue into just the foundation of what the wealth that we're speaking of, because where we got to start at is where? The physical, you know what I'm saying? So... I guess I'm kind of turning it over now. And that's like, all right, to you, what is what is physical wealth? You know what I'm saying? What what do you, from your individual perspective, think that we and you can do to further your own physical and like health and wealth? Because I know that's the most important part that we really push on people. Because yeah, mental health, spiritual health, but you can't get there if your physical not right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. Well, if you think about a car, those who are wealthy may understand this. If you have a car, you have a Bentley, you understand that you put different kind of oil, you put different kind of gas in the car once you have a Bentley. Indeed. And once you have the knowledge of yourself, that produces the love for yourself and respect for yourself because you really can't love what you don't know. A lot of people run around here talking about, I love everybody lying because you treat yourself bad every day. You don't even love yourself. So I think once you begin to love yourself, the best, the first thing to do when it comes to health is start to put the right foods in your body. You know, and another thing that we can do is fast. You know, you have those who thinking right now where Brother Ben, everything is messed up. I can't even drink water today. I can't even breathe today. I can't even eat fruits today. Everything is tampered with. Well, your body, if you, I, I put it this way, any a mother may relate to this. When you are cleaning the front part of your house and you done clean the, fur, the whole front part of your house and by the time you make it to the back of the house, your children have destroyed the front part of the house again. Mm. So once you come to the back, now you're miserable. You're thinking, oh my God, I gotta come and fix this house again. Well, that's the same way that our stomachs feel, okay? Mm. So your body is trying to digest the foods, especially if you still eat pork, beef, meat, and things of that nature. It takes hours, many hours, many days sometimes to digest yeah. this food. So the way that we're able to stay healthy is because the food is able to fight off of the toxins. But if you don't allow your body or your stomach to digest and fight these toxins off, you're just adding it in, adding (laughs) it in over and over again. So the same way you felt having to clean this house over and over again, that's how your stomach feels trying to uh, get all this garbage out of your body. So if we begin to fast more, fasting not only helps you with your discipline or with your... with your health, but it also helps you with your discipline. Yeah. If I can fast from drinking something and eating something, I know these are two primary things I need to survive. So when it's time for me to pick up this alcohol, when it's time for me to pick up this cigarette, if I'm able to abstain from drinking uh, drinking and eating, I surely can abstain from this. Indeed. So it helps you build your discipline as well. So I think it starts mental because I can clean up my physical, but in cleaning up my physical, if I don't have the right mental food, I'll poison the food that I'm eating. So a lot of times when you have certain people cooking your food, that's why everybody don't want you cooking their food because of the energy that they cooking it with. It may not have been poisoned like literally, but you poison it with your energy. You poison it with, you know, your atmosphere. So we have to be physically intact, but we also have to be mentally intact because it starts mental because every action that we have is led by a conscious thought. So if I don't have the mindset, will, and desire to get up and work out, I'll never work out. I don't care how much ET I listen to. I don't care how much motivational stuff I listen to. If my subconscious mind, my self-image and my subconscious mind is not in the place or have the will to do that, I'll never even make the decision to eat the right foods anyway. I want to touch on that because I know there's some people out there, and I was once that person that thought, hey, man, it'd never be a day where I can give away chicken. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Beef, too. chicken. And and the biggest thing that you said was it starts with the mental. 
And, you know, when I hear people say that now, I'm like, man, you actually can. You know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, man, I can't do it. It tastes so good. And I'm like, the only reason why you even at the point that you is now is because you just ate that all of your life, mm-hmm. just like any other habit. You know what I'm saying? And we're beings of habits. So just like you can create a habit, you can break a habit. Yes, you know right. what I'm saying? And for me, like, I never would have thought, you know, I would try to go vegetarian, vegan. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would talk to me. Three, three years ago, I would have been like, nah, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? But then, again, though, when you start to really love yourself and like, okay, yeah, you want to get rich or, you know, you want to get be wealthy and you want to have money and things like that, you realize like, okay, you start learning things. And when I started diving into food and how, how much food really affects us, I was like, man, I got to change my diet up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it... it it didn't start off for me. It started off slow. It was a slow journey, you know. But I just started to educate myself more. I started to watch more of those crazy videos with the animals. And I'm like, man, that's how they doing animals. And I started realizing that that energy we're putting inside of our body. Yeah. So, again, going with the mindset. And once, you, once you're there in the mindset right there, I feel like it helps on the inner side of creating that healthy diet. Hey, it's, it's, it's funny because last night I was talking about this giving up chicken and Chick-fil-A was the hardest thing for me to give up. And the thoughts that you have in your mind, you know, we call it, uh, uh, the ministers calls it, the devil is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. So when I gave up chicken, I had thoughts in my mind like, well, you know, I ain't ate chicken all month, man. I mean, it ain't going to hurt you if I eat once. So I go in, I get me some chicken nuggets from uh, uh, Chick-fil-A. But I only did that once, but it wasn't even worth it. And I think about how savage we was growing up and how we really didn't care about our bodies. I don't know how many of y'all ever ate chitlins before. Y'all ever ate chitlins? I ate chitlins before. I'm like, bro, why did I eat that? Bro, I used to have, I don't know about y'all, I had the chitlin with the hot sauce, man, with the the cabbage. And I was talking last night on my live. I said, bro, I literally came into the house. I said, it smelled like boo-boo in here. And I didn't care. That's what I was going to say. How, do y'all, how did y'all make it past the I smell? I, I ate it my I first time at church. I'm, I'm mad that they even served that at church. Man, like, it smelled like boo-boo. I mean, it smelled like far throughout the whole. I said, man, I don't care, man. Just finish cleaning them up. I'm going to get the hot sauce. Then, here go, the, here go the heavy part. On some of the packages, you can see the booty hole. You can see on the, the pig's hole. And wow. you just move it to the side. Man, I, man, I'm ready to eat. Let me know at 8 o'clock. So what kind of mindset do you have to be into where you don't even care that you're eating pig intestines and you putting this into your body? Like I said last night, man, that's why we have to have vision and purpose because when a young man doesn't have purpose, they don't even care about what happens in the future. They don't care how they treat themselves. So to me, I think a lot of our people are killing and robbing and doing this because they don't see themselves having the future. Like for me, I had people around me who was, you know, uh, doing drugs and doing all kind of crazy things, stealing. But what kept me intact was I thought I was going to go to the NBA. So I can't do this because this will mess me up going to the NBA. But imagine somebody who mama been telling him, you're going to be just like your daddy. You ain't going to be nothing. You'll never be nothing. Well, if that's in my subconscious mind, I'm going to eat whatever I want to, do whatever I want to. Because if I go to prison, guess what? I don't care as long as they can feed me every day. I'm fine. Man, nah, that's definitely how it goes. Like, I've been to jail before for a nice extended amount of time, bro. When you in there, you find yourself, like, after you've been in there for a month or so, you're like, I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you look around and you like, man, like, oh, so y'all really just used to this. Like, y'all get y'all three meals a day. Yeah. Y'all get to watch TV whenever you want. You know, But they got a whole video game in there. They got a place for you to work out. Like, people come visit you every day, like, Bro, it's a real conditioning thing. Like, bro, the brain is so malleable. It's literally like a sponge. You can do whatever with it you choose. Like, for real, you can do whatever you want with it. You can either turn it into, like, a piece of mud and, like, worthless, or you can make it this refined, self-sufficient organism. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the body when the body dies, the brain can still keep going. You know what I'm saying? So, Just, just to kind of piggyback off of that, I want to pose this question to the group right yeah. what is what name anything that you ever committed a hundred percent to and put the work behind it that you didn't accomplish nothing name anything one thing anything that you you know what i'm saying put a hundred percent effort into right that you put your mind to it and you worked hard to achieve that you didn't accomplish 
probably nothing, nothing man. Not I done did kind of anything I wanted to. I've I've been a magician and everything. Anything I wanted to do, man, I was I was good at it. I know because if you ask most people that question, people will see that you've never tried to ever one hundred percent. That's something. two sides of it. So like a lot of people I've asked that same question to them, like, dang, I ain't really never really committed to anything. But everybody that really has committed to something see that it's literally just the basis of committing. So when we talk about fasting, we talk about giving up chicken. It's the same thing. Understand that you commit 100% to it and you take the necessary steps. Most people can think about it. Most people can believe in it real tough, but they don't take the necessary action. Mm. The actionable steps that must be done in order to accomplish anything. Because if, if you don't take them steps, if you don't commit to that process, process, then nothing's going to happen. You could think about it all day. You can hope, hoopla, jump all around, go, you know what I'm saying? You can really pray as much as you want to. You can talk to as many people as you want to. But if you don't take the action, right, they say faith without works is dead, right. right? So if you ain't got no work, you ain't really ain't got no faith. It's crazy how we really like went from physical to mental. Because now I'm about to tell Now you segue into the spiritual <laughs> part. You know what I'm saying? Because... It made me when we just said like the powers in the process. I I didn't I've never really thought about it like this until now. But I'm I'm nowhere near a religious person, but I'm extremely spiritual. Like I'm very very adept in all ancient and divine sciences. And but I've only recently come into diving into more Westernized text and things. Right. So you can have your opinion about it because I definitely do myself. But they said that the source, God, Allah, whatever you would like to call it. He created the world in what, six days. Now, if he's all powerful, he, she, it, whatever you want to call it, they but he could have did it in one day. He took six days. He took the necessary steps to create something that was of a divine existence. And then on the seventh day, which he he could have just kept it at six days. Then he rested. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a really divine process that is universally applicable like to any and everything you know what i'm saying like so i just think that that's really really interesting that we got to talk about the pro like just the power of a process and me personally i can say i've taken lots of different ways in my life to try to skip steps like, bro, i wanted to i want the shortcut man i'm trying to you so i don't have to do that like that so i could just go this way but you always end up coming back to the necessary steps you know what i'm saying so i think that that's one thing that wealthy will really be able to provide with something that we're um, calling the wealthy assessment. We're still in the foundational portions of creating it, but being able to offer anyone who's interested in moving forward with themselves, regardless of the brand, the brand is just to offer value and assistance of some kind, but being able to properly assess where you are and where, with the steps you need to take to get to where you're trying to be. Because, okay, yeah, like you can be on social media all day. Yeah, that, that's pretty bad. You can be on social media all day. You can see people working out. You can see people eating right. You can see the motivational speaking. There are even like really spiritual pages that give you like spiritual advice all day. But it's a real process. Like you have to be able to assess where you are before you can decide where you're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Like how you going to run somewhere and you don't even realize like you only got one leg. Man. <laughs> like, you know, like for real. So I think that that's a really, really important part of any and everything, understanding where you are in the process that's going to be necessary to reach the goal that you set for yourself. Because if you start trying to run, like, let's just say you're trying to run a marathon. Man, I just got my first pair of running shoes today. And uh, we were talking with a guy in there, and he was saying, like, how he runs marathons, and he knows guys that like, they run a race of 100 miles, and they got to finish it in 24 hours. Wow. Bro, 100 miles? Like, imagine trying to run any extensive distance without like the proper training of understanding the process of what you gonna start feeling like around mile five and 10, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and then once you get to like 20 and 30, like, man, that's, it's like, it's a real understanding that has to be had because every process is individual. And if you can't take the time to assess where you are right now, it's gonna be extremely hard for you to make it to where you're trying to go. That's, that's a powerful point you made about, you have to know what's, what, what kind of pain you're going to go through along this way? Because just because I see somebody ran 100 miles, 
I can't just go get some running shoes and run a hundred miles. What? I have no. to have a comprehensive knowledge about what's going on. Yeah. What foods were you eating? How long did you prepare before you did this? Man. See me looking at Stephen Curry drain threes. I can't just say coach put me in the game. I can make a couple of threes. How much training did he put in this? And one of my uh, mentors, brother Corey was talking about, you need a mentor and a coach to show you the new normal. Indeed. So when you're going through things in life, when you're going through things in business, when you're going through things, when you're training, when you begin to feel pain and when you begin to fail, you have to know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of time when you fail, you're looking at somebody on Instagram, they posted a new car, not knowing it's their uncle car. Not knowing they rented it, not knowing that it's not even theirs, and you judging your life based on somebody's Instagram. Yeah. And when you look at Instagram, it's instant gratification. So you trying to get something yeah. right now. It ain't gonna take right now. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take years. ET, he been preaching, he been teaching and doing what he's doing for over a decade now. Man. But you think he just blew up because now you see him all on Instagram. It took time, it took practice. So we have to know. The process, we got to go through that fire. Yeah. So when you're going through fire and you're going through that pain, it's kind of like if you were, uh, what, what you call them things when you molding something? What is it called when you molding? Uh, pottery, something yeah, like that. Yeah, pottery. So you got you to gotta burn it first. You got to put it through the fire. Then once you mold it and cool it off, now it's able to be formed like it needs to be formed. Indeed. So when you think about hell, I don't think about hell in the religious sense of you going somewhere and you're going to be burning under the ground for a long time. No, I think hell is a condition of your mind. I think hell is a condition that you're in right now in your life, and that's purifying you back to the way of God. If you, yeah. if you don't believe in God, add an oath to God, now you got good. Now you're being purified back to the way of good or righteousness, but it wasn't for you to be there for the whole time. Indeed. It's only there so you can see, oh, man, I do not want to be in this space right here. This is the fire. Let me get back over to where I'm supposed to be. And in life, we don't want to go through the fire. See, I can't be, I can't say I want to be like the rock and I don't want to go work out and go through the pain he went through. It's going to be some resistance. It's going to be some pain that I got to go through. But every time I go through the pain and meet the pain every year, uh, every week, every month, I'm going to be able to take on more pain. Now, if you go over and and it's you two months out the way and you go back a month and you see how, where you started, you may be chugging that thing like it ain't nothing. So we're going to be constantly evolving. We're going to be constantly growing. We're going to be constantly going through trials, but we have to have the comprehensive knowledge and see what these people who are where we want to be, what did they have to go through? And they may be going through some you way worse than what you're going man. through. So we just got to study those who came before us, man, and they make it a lot easier. 100%, man. If you just look at, you know, how you create a diamond, right? It's pressure and heat. Yeah. You know what I'm man. saying? Pressure and heat no, creates real. a diamond. So, like, it's so many different analogies that we can just talk about as far as when it comes to the process. And I feel like, um, you know, even with myself, I remember I was 19 and I'm like, I'm looking at people like Lil Yachty, no disrespect to Lil Yachty, you know what I'm saying? But at the time, like, bro, why is this dude famous? Like, how are you? Like, I should be there, you know? I'm not a rapper, but I feel like at the time, like, I had a, a following of people and an understanding of business to, to get to a certain level of business. and. And I realized that, you know, again, you looking at other people's life, what, what is for you is for you. And you go, you going through your own process. Everybody has their own individual process. And once I really started to realize that the pressure, that's what it takes, these lessons that we're going through, you got to go through that pressure to get to, you know what I'm saying, where you're going in life. So the process is crazy. The, uh, yeah, you, a lot of people don't want to go through it. You know, when we when we talk about I mean, different things like that, we always you know talk about different leaders and you know different uh, uh, people that a lot of people look up to. And, and of course, in that in the line of business, one of those people, especially in uh, our culture and the black culture uh, specifically, you know, one of those people is Jay Z. And I was watching an interview with Jay Z, and he said, you know, I never learned anything from my successes. I never figured out what I really learned from success. I only learned from the time that I failed. Mm-hmm. Figured out how to do things better. And you hear, uh, I've heard a number of my mentor, mentors say, you know, fail faster, fail as fast as you can. You know, hurry up and fail so that you can hurry up and learn. Because the more you think that you're doing something right, the less you're gonna go back and try to rework it. So if you do something wrong, do it wrong again, dealing with that pain, dealing with that mishap, dealing with that hurt, you're gonna 
figure out whatever way you can not to feel like that again. So you're mm-hmm. going to figure out a better way to what do it so that you can move <laughs> through it better. So understand that process. And even, even going a step further, I heard gentlemen say, you know, all growth starts from knowing the numbers, right? So fundamentally speaking, when we look at that, like you said, the assessment, understanding where you are in the process, because you knowing that you got to go through this pain, if I'm starting the process here, but I think that I'm starting here, I'm negating all this pain, all this growth, this process that I got to go through because I believe I'm here. I didn't take an accurate assessment to know my numbers, right? To know exactly where I'm starting the process, to know what I'm going to potentially have to go through. And then my journey is maybe is going to be different than yours, going to be different than hers, right? The people that came before me, the people that come after me, my journey is individually of mine. And me making those choices and then understanding the mentors that you do have, the people that you are looking up to that are doing what it is that you want to do and successful in what you see success is, taking from their mishaps, their mistakes, and applying that to yourself and learning, going through that growth, understand that pain, and failing as fast as possible so that you can become. Nah, for real. That's something my pops told me all my life. He was like, man, I'd much rather you learn from my mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's two ways to learn. I tell people all the time, man, there's two ways to learn, man, from your mistakes or somebody else. 50 Cent already got shot nine times. I'm not trying to get shot to see you how know? that feels. Like, for real. <laughs> At all, man. But the minister said, man, adversity is the mother of creativity. Mm. So the more we go through things, man. man I agree with that 100%. <laughs> the, like. the more we go through things, man, it makes you creative. Like, for me, when I was working at Sterilite, it was a warehouse job. I'm telling you, every day, it was like the plantation I was going to. But every day, yeah. every, I'm talking about every single day, I had a new thought in my mind. I, I almost thought about selling water. I said, man, it's summertime. If I go get me a, a, a 36 pack of water, sell it for a dollar, man, I'm going, <laughs> hey, because I mean, I'm trying to do Uber. I got to get up out of this space. But it's not until we get dissatisfied with where we yeah. at, man, to where sometimes we get creative. Like even where I'm at right now with, offering credit repair it's only because i was trying to get into a home and i couldn't do it because of my student loans that's the only reason i'm into credit now because now i see how important it is but i had to go through that to be able to authentically promote that and speak that to the people so you got to go through things you gonna go through things for real (laughs) i'm 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 gonna speak to 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 that person listening right now to um potentially feels like their life is in a bunch of chaos uh, and truly understand that great change comes from chaos until you face that problem, right, you're not going to be looking to make a change. And it might seem like things is upside down. It might seem like nothing going, is going right, but it's literally a preparation time for you, a time for you to kind of gather yourself and get yourself together because on the other side of that chaos is the change that you were looking for, is the, the answer to that question that you didn't have or the solution to that problem that you never thought you'd receive. It's right on the other side of that chaos, which before that chaos that you begin to that, you may be faced with fear of taking that first step but entering knowing that on the other side of that fear is blissfulness is 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 magic and you realize that i think you would may have posted it was it today or yesterday about fear right and and about understanding that uh having a fear can limit you from what it is or if you fear something you before you do it you, you're, you're dealing with it twice i think that's what it was yeah. right yeah, if you if you if you have fear something yeah right right and, and, and worrying and fear and i always you know and even joking people people you know you, you talk a little noise to them joke around be like i ain't worried i tell you, you no know, worrying won't do you no good Worrying just already clouds your, your judgment, clouds your, your ability to make decisions. You worry about things you can't change, just literally just clogging up energy, clogging up space in your mind, in your spirit, when just moving out the way, understanding it is what it is. Now, how do I avoid this happening again? Right? How do I maneuver through this process? That's the part of stuff that I'm, I'm really excited to personally help people with. Like, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a trainer. I'm not a mental health professional. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to dealing with the vibrations of existence, I am adept, extremely adept. I can sit right here and make things move with no physical movement whatsoever. And I think that just us as a people, I need to learn that skill. not whether it's like black, white, whatever, like, bro, you are a physical embodiment of infinity. That shit is not a game. It's not a game whatsoever. You're literally... Bro, you're everything put into this little flesh case. Or you can do whatever through this physical medium. Like, it's ridiculous if you learn the steps. 
it's real steps to everything. You know what I'm saying? So I know that's something I, I'm really excited. And just just to kind of give people a, a touch of what that is, you ever, you know, said something at the same time as somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Or be like, dang, I was just thinking that. That's just a, a, a touch of what that infinity really feels like to be knowing that, that everything comes from that one infinite source, right? Everything comes from one specific creator. And that that creator is creating one thing, everything has a bit of that creator inside of it, right? We talk yeah. about, you know, you hear uh, Fibonacci, right? If you do any studying on Fibonacci and, you know, the spiraling, and they talk about that being the blueprint of the, the, the universal architect, right? And we understand that, you know, we're all made in the image and likeness, right? However it is you want to put it, we understand we come from a singular source. And whatever it is that you think, if, if I'm on a wavelength with you, if I'm connected, if our energy is... is is, is synergetic, then we can vibrate and we can kind of maneuver as one. And really, that's I think that's the, the shift that a lot of people are making right now. And I think that's a shift that everybody's kind of experiencing with, uh, you know, people going vegan, right? People looking to start their own business, the entrepreneurship wave of people really aligning on a singular vibration, understanding how to communicate without words, without actions, just really through energy, through motion, through thought, and understanding that thought is real energy. I think nah, it's not nah, for real. Like, I want to ask y'all, do y'all see what you're doing right now? How you end up at this table? You did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. You aligned yourself with a certain intention and vibration and frequency that puts you at this table. You did that. Like, own that. Own that power because that applies to every area of your life. That, that BS you're going through, you did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we, we don't give ourselves enough power because we don't want to take the responsibility that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you really, all this stuff you looking at, bro, everything that's happening to, around, and through you is because of you. Like, that's, it's a lot to bear. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying, bro, bro? Like, once you really take the proper steps to understand that just as an individual, like, you are doing this. Take the time to understand where you're doing it from. Like a lot of us, they we just live life in this rudimentary pattern. We don't we don't even think anymore. Like what you said earlier, like if you're not programming your subconscious mind, then like you don't even really understand what you're doing because ninety percent of the mind is subconscious. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, um, you only we only have access to ten percent of our brain. That's not the case. It's just the only percentage that's conscious. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you really take the time to program the greater parts of yourself you will be surprised at the patterns that you can create for yourself that you no longer have to think about but you don't the most powerful things in your life you don't have to think about you don't have to think about the fact that you get hungry you don't have to think about the fact that you you, you got to breathe you got to drink water you know what i'm saying you can transform really habits that we might view as trivial today and that might require discipline into things that become second nature and once you can do things for yourself like that have a certain strength and you, be, you make it second nature. Can you just imagine what you can do with the people around you? And then once you start to form some type of unity into an actual being that's greater than you and y'all start to, bro, it, it gets crazy. It's ridiculous. Nobody ever did nothing great by themselves. No one. I don't think not one person ever did it. Even whoever y'all want to call Jesus, Yeshua, whatever, he did it with 12 disciples. And even then, he spent his whole life, like, spreading it through individuals. He didn't do it by himself. You know what I'm saying? No individual does anything of any type of great scale by themselves. Everything is done with a team or through combination of other reflections of self. So I just really want to touch on that part, especially when how the spiritual plays the trickle-down role into the mental, physical, social, and emotional parts of your life. Like, man, you have real power. I don't care who you are, where you are, what you got going. You have real power. And the second you take that proper step to just even try to understand, man, you'll be surprised. It'll be a process. It might take you 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? But, bro, you can, oh, it's right there. <laughs> it's literally right there. I, I'm sorry. I did not mean to go on a tangent like that. No, but I, right that there. was good because um, I believe what you're describing is God. I believe God is a being with force and power or, you know, one who possess force and power. No, for sure. So when you talk about somebody needing other people, you really are just needing yourself. Like when I look at you, I'm looking at myself. Yes. You are really a reflection of me. And I uh, here recently I've been thinking about why so many conscious people 
it's like the first level of consciousness is to start mocking people, like to talk down on the Bible instead yeah. of really understanding the Bible. So they'll take things out of context, like a snake was talking. Of course, that's allegory. It's not literally. But you will mock them. But what you're really doing is you're you're really mocking your old self that you mm-hmm. believe that. So you're talking down. Like, how could you even believe that? Because that's how you grew up. And for me, uh, the minister said, Every time I meet someone, I'm meeting my superior. Mm. No matter how smart the minister is, no matter how smart anyone is, every time you meet somebody, you're meeting your superior because like there's that. something that you have that I don't have. So that's why we have to unite. So the oneness of us is God. Because Indeed. I tell people all the time, man, I, I, you know, when I talk about not believing in a mystery God, uh, that God is within, you know, if you're a Christian or you're a Muslim or whatever, if you say there's a God in the sky and this God is all-knowing, Let's let's do a challenge then. Let's put God to the test. Okay, so you say, God, I want to know this. Say we both don't know something. God, I don't know this. Okay, you pray to your God, and then I'm gonna go get the answer from another human being, and let's see which God answers. I'm gonna find the other, I'm gonna find the answer in a human being. <laughs> yeah. This God that you praying to, let's say we both hungry. Pray to your God to bring you something to eat, and I'm gonna pray, and then I'm gonna go work and go get me something to eat, and we'll see which God delivered. So having that unity, having being able to unite with each other. That is uniting with the God. That's, that is uniting in, and becoming uh, uh, one with the God. That's why it talks about in the scripture that you have to check the spirit of the person. Is it, yeah. is, is it spirit of God? Is it spirit of evil? Is it spirit of the devil? And if you don't believe in the devil, just take the D off. Now you got evil. Mm-hmm. So we have to begin to see the value in other people. And I think in our community, that's why we're so far behind. We can do it individually, but it's hard for us to unite with each other because now you know, I, I'm afraid you're going to get more than me. I'm afraid that you're you going to get popular and I'm not. It's always a reason for us not to unite with each other, family. And I believe that starts with the knowledge of ourselves. Once yeah. you have the knowledge of yourself, man, and you love yourself, you don't matter who uniting with you because you still going to be you. Indeed. You think the sun is worried about somebody flashing the light? His light is going to shine no matter what. Yeah. And that's what it is, man. We got to be able to unite with each other and see the value that even when you when you go up, if we united, I'm going to go up too. Man. That's how we got to think about it. Yeah, I, agree. Agree. I, agree. I think, I think um, the, the last thing you just said, the self, right? None of the knowledge of yourself because I don't care. Let's say if you're an entrepreneur right now, you're watching this podcast. You know what I'm saying? You can have the best business idea. You can have the best financial plan that it comes down to. But if you don't, if you don't understand yourself, then it's all going to fall down at some point in time. And... And um, I know I'm a living testimony on that, you know what I'm saying? Because once I really started to focus on my self-development when I was in college, I started to see, you know, certain things that I subconsciously were doing that wasn't good habits, you know what I'm saying? And then I started to focus on changing those things. I started to step away back from the business a little bit, from doing a lot of events, and started to focus on self-development. And that ultimately changed my whole life to, for me to be able to do the business that I'm doing now because the self-development portion was the most important key. Like, I don't care what nobody says, how to get successful in business, number one, self-development. 80% yourself, 20% the business. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, you won't have the mindset. And that mindset is, that's, the mindset is powerful, man, because like you were saying, as far as responsibility-wise, we don't want to take responsibility for ourselves sometimes. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to take responsibility of the things that are happening in our life. And if you're a person, if I can say, if I can ask you, if I ask you a question and I'm saying, why did this happen? And you just blaming it, you always blaming on somebody else. You got to change that. And we all did it before. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some people probably changed at an earlier age than others did. But, you know, if you go back to a kid, Right. I can I, know what I go back to being in school. I get in trouble. Mama, it was such and such that was doing this. You know what I'm saying? It, was such, it wasn't me. But it would take responsibility, you know? But once you start to, once you really start to, again, self-development, um, building up your mind, then you realize that you have to take responsibility for everything. And yes, certain things, some people can pay factors in things, but take that responsibility be accountable for yourself, and ultimately, you know what I'm saying, like, you're going to grow, so. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, even from a business aspect, you know, 
what that self development is uh, is really big uh, because I think uh, like most people I know me uh, specifically, but I think it happens with with everybody kind of you know starting on the entrepreneurship journey. Right, you can do a lot of things, right? And you find yourself, you know, I can do this or I can do that. I can do that too. Ooh, that need or I can do that too. And then you find yourself doing 50, 60 different things that you are capable of doing, but finding out what actually are you really good at doing? What actually do you like doing? And focusing on that and understanding that focus is what you can say no to or what you do say no to. That's mm-hmm. that's not for me, right? And as you as the 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 self-development as far as business aspects me was understand what I was really really good at understanding what I really, really like to do, and understanding the better, like you said, that if, if we're our unit and if everyone I meet is my superior, then in order to make you better, then I need to make myself as, as great as I can so that when you meet me, you're going to meet greatness. When I meet you, I'm going to meet greatness, and we can come together and just go on and, and put that greatness together versus me trying to not, not be all the way and pour a whole bunch into you, you not be all the way and pour a whole bunch directly into me and not focusing on self at all, then we pretty much gonna be stagnant. But if I focus on what it is I need and don't need in of self and that self-development, that personal development, and you do the same thing, then you're gonna be the best version of yourself. I'm gonna be the best version of myself. When we come together, we're gonna be unstoppable. Absolutely. Well, family, we only got four minutes left, so let's... Uh do an outro, just introduce ourselves again for those who may be coming in late somehow. This may be live somewhere, you never know. Um, and then give our, you know, where we can be contacted at. My name is Brother Ben X for those who are watching and listening. Uh, my Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, everything is Brother Ben X. And you can book me or check out my website at www.brotherbenx.com. My name is Corey Flex Artis II. You can just call me Flex. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at Flexavelli, like Machiavelli, but Flexavelli, and it's F L E X A V E L I. For sure. Um, my name is Seven Imperial, C E V E N Imperial. Um, man, I'm just a reflection of you. I, I let y'all kind of come to find who I am through my representation of this beautiful brand that I've been allowed to be a part of. But yeah, if you want to find me on Instagram, I'm at C-E-V-E-N-I-M-P-E-R-I-A-L. Nice to meet y'all, man. Love and light. Definitely thank you guys for uh, listening to uh, this uh, podcast episode, uh, The Wealthy Show. Um, You can find me on social media on Instagram at double I double G I E. Again, my name is Ignacio Zambrano, the second. Yeah, that's why I had to make that adjustment, right? Double I double G I E. And also make sure that you're following the Wealthy uh, Club on Instagram. That's T-H-E Wealthy spelled W-H-E-A-L-T-H-Y. The right way. The correct way club, right? <laughs> so most of you guys are spelling wealthy without the H and M. Once you go ahead and add the H and M, understand what that means to you, and I uh, will see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Stay, stay wealthy. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the first. I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market, and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week if you want to join the abs tribe go to www.whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com